My name is Jeff Benson. I am uh, one of the newly elected elders here, and I'm also a licensed counselor and a Navy chaplain. So it's a little bit about me, and it's fun to get to be one of the voices of the church here as we get to share some thoughts of just thinking about Jesus's birth. And I love the season of Advent. It's something that that we uh, as a family started doing a number of years ago, and just to really kind of create more space. Because um, I don't know if you've ever had the experience, right? You get kind of the the, <laughs> the Christmas morning frenzy, right? You just rip open everything. And, and then like 30 minutes later, you're just like this huge letdown, like that's it. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, for us, it just cr- created more of a, a flow and season to that. And so, um, yeah, as I've been thinking about Advent and just kind of the the kind of the thought on my heart um, I wanted to share with you springs out of Galatians uh, chapter 4, verses 4, 7, which says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. When my wife, Anastasia, was pregnant with our first child uh, back in the 90s, we took short video clips of her each month uh, showing the changes to her body as the baby grew within her. And with each passing month, there was this this growing expectation and thrill of the coming birth as we could kind of review and capture, you know, how much had changed from month to month. And as the time grew closer, we devoted time and energy to prepare for the birth. We prayed for the baby in the womb, and we prayed that we would be prepared to be good parents. And we made space for the anticipated coming of our baby We set up the crib, we packed the hospital bag, we were attending wellness visits until when, in the fullness of time, our son was born. Well, So too, in this Advent Advent season as a church, we are joining millions of believers around the world in preparing for the coming of Jesus. The word Advent comes from Latin and it means coming or arrival. And so in this season, we create space, both to look back at the first coming of Jesus in his birth, but also we create space to look forward to his triumphant second coming, and we prepare our hearts and minds to receive him. In looking back to his first coming, for me, I just, I ponder the amazing humility of God that he displayed in the birth of Jesus, right? He was born in this obscure place in loneliness of poverty, uh, the urgent necessity of a manger in a stable. Jesus, being fully God, was full of power, glory, might. He emptied himself of everything but love, and he took on human form with its frailty and limitations so that the heart and love of God might be fully revealed to us. Jesus revealed the fullness of God's sacrificial love by his willingness to die in our place 
on a cross so that the barrier of our sin could be removed and we could be restored to relationship with him. And he invites us into a life of loving service to others in which we also lay down our prestige and our influence so that we are able to embrace the least and the lost as brothers and sisters. In looking forward to his second coming, we joyfully anticipate that he will return for us. You know, God has not left us as orphans. It wasn't just like, hey, I came and I taught you some stuff, good luck, right? But instead, we are his royal children. We are intended to reign with him and share in his glorious inheritance of his kingdom. He will come again, but this time not in lowly humility, but in heaven-rending glory to come to bring justice and vindication for those who have held fast to the hope and the promise given to us. God has promised to raise us up with Jesus and so enter his great banquet of celebration. And there we will worship King Jesus, who has conquered death, sin, and Satan, and we will get to join in the heavenly throng and sing a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and open its seals, for you were slain. And by your blood, you ransom people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them to be a kingdom and priests to our God. And they shall reign on the earth. That's from Revelation chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. Man, such a, this mystery that we have of humility that is revealed into glory. The Jesus who took the lowest place has been raised to the highest place. So I just want to invite you, um, maybe take some time today, just to reflect on these, these two pictures of Christ, this humble baby who came to seek, to serve, to love, to give himself as a sacrifice, and a triumphant king. This week, maybe can you clear out some time and space in your life to just reflect with wonder on his birth? While you're doing dishes or or walking the dog, I invite you to ponder his second coming. It's so hard, but sometimes we just have to silence the world's chatter so that you can attend to the heavenly choir practicing for that day. How can you allow anticipatory joy to have room to fill your heart and welcome King Jesus ever deeper into your heart and life? Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing. May it be so. Thanks for listening. The Valley is a digital ministry of Boulder Valley Christian Church. Please visit community.bvchristian.org to learn more about us or join the community.